The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie. Good Saturday morning once again. Yes, uh, we are here once again with another fabulous edition of the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You can call the Golfie team at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. They're all over social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the handle at RobGolfie. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team that you would like us to address on a future program, send the Golfie team an email. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. And while you're online, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Actually, you don't have to be online. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get them. Lots to talk about today, including, yes, more coronavirus and COVID-19 pandemic talk. Uh, is now the time for first-time buyers to get in on the market. We'll talk about that a little later on in the program. And we'll also get to realtors not buying Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation's nightmare scenario. And in a second or two, we're going to talk about cottage country. But I had to mention this. I was on the Rob Golfie Facebook page earlier this week, and this message pops onto my screen. I'm on my mobile device, and I thought, i I, I got to mention this. Um... 42% of all homes that hit the market in 2012 failed to sell. In 2020, AC, after COVID-19, we predict over half the homes will fail to sell. Many will reduce their prices unnecessarily. The reason may shock you. It won't be because of the economy. It won't be because of the job market. It won't be because of COVID-19. It won't be because of interest rates or inventory. It will be because of the marketing process of their home. The single most important decision in selling a home for top dollar is the team that you choose to hire. During and after COVID-19, the way the home must be marketed has changed. Technology has evolved and must be adopted to reach the buyers with the qualifications to offer full price or above. Nobody offers full price when they know they're not competing. On our team, the Remax Golfie team, marketing technology evolved again and during COVID-19 has sold a home a day for top dollar. Our system works best when the homeowner is not in a hurry and wants top dollar. They are smart sellers who get the process of selling by driving up demand. So call us now and get a free home evaluation within hours of your call, 905-575-7700 or visit robgolfie.com. I saw that and I thought that makes a lot of sense in terms of where we are, where we're heading, where we've been, obviously, and the Golfie team using its marketing technology, its team approach, and the competitiveness that you guys have, uh, it's it's the Golfie team in a nutshell. Absolutely, Rick. Uh, now we're actually flexing our muscle even more so now with uh, with the technology and uh, everything that we're doing for uh, for people. Um, we're uh, 
we're putting everything in there and making sure that the exposure is there. And, and, and the market's been, you know, you know, because of the times we're in, right, with the COVID situation, the market is actually pretty good, you know, even though it, 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 we're going through this pandemic. You know, like, like less homes have been selling, but the, the, the home prices are staying strong. Like, uh, I've, I've, uh, I've got, uh, um, and we could talk to that on the, uh, on later, but uh, I've got stats of what, the, what Burlington and what Hamilton ended up last year as the average sale price. And what the average sale price is as of today, from January first till today, what the average sale price is, and it's and it's up uh, uh, in average sale price, Rick. It's like it. I mean, it's still going along. Like I mean, the market's good, and I, you know, and and we're uh, we're we're happy with that so far. Which tells me, and and we saw this very early on in the pandemic, in in you know mid to late March, even a little bit in, in early April. That panic buying, you know, the the hordes of people stocking up on toilet paper and hand sanitizer, uh, you know, the the Lysol wipes. Um, But we haven't seen the panic selling in terms of selling homes. People aren't unloading their homes just to get rid of them. Yeah, I think our our first indication of that is going to come when the mortgage deferrals uh, come up for renewal. So, so we have a, we have a large sample size of individuals that, you know, um, requested to defer their mortgage. It's going to be interesting to see when that comes up. I, and I don't know the exact date or the exact time frame, but I know it's, I know it's, you know, it's, it's, it's coming up, but when that comes up, it's going to be interesting to see the amount of people that defer their mortgage that still can't afford the mortgage that they're holding. And that's when the panic buy might, or sorry, the panic sell might, might start. And I think that's what a lot of people are forecasting. That will be a true indication as to where the housing market and the economy will go. Um, and, and it's when those mortgage deferrals come out for renewal. It, it, have you heard anything on the street in terms of whether the, the big banks and the federal government are going to extend that program? I don't know. I, I'd be surprised. You know what? The banks probably will. I'll tell you, Rick, the banks are laughing all the way to the bank, actually. Um, you have no idea how much money they're making with these people that are uh, deferring their mortgages. And I don't, think, I don't think a lot of the people out there realize uh, it's, co- it's going to cost them a lot more money to defer their mortgage for six months. And if the banks deferred another six months, We'll be fine with that. I mean, they're just—it's just going to be more money, and especially the ones that are uh, that are locked in the contract. Their penalties are going to be even heavier. Uh, let's say, let's say they're in a five-year contract and they defer their mortgage. So obviously, they stop their mortgage, uh, and let's say they sell their house or whatever. There's going to be a penalty on that because they deferred that. So, I, like people don't realize, like they think, hey, wow, you know, we get to defer our mortgage, and you know, we don't have to pay anything, and you know, life is great and everything, but. Um, but it's going to cost, it's going to cost the, uh, the person that has that mortgage on that house. And, um, so you got to be very, very careful with that. So, uh, what saying that, um, like Phil was saying at the end of this year, because the deferrals, I think the deferral came in at the end of March, the beginning of April. Yeah. And so if you add six months to that, so it, it's going to come up September, October, and yeah. even November. So you're, we're going to find out, um, uh, if the market's going to pick up, uh, uh, with those people, that need to sell their house, uh, and then they, they're gonna, those people are going to be starting to look for uh, a rental instead of uh, uh, purchasing another one just to get themselves out of that temporary little bit of problem. Um, and, and what's going to hurt is a lot of the people in the hospitality uh, industry, you know, like, the, like the hotel industry, the restaurant industry, 
they're, they're, they're going to be probably hit the hardest. Um, we don't know, you know, if the restaurant has, you know, 10 waitresses in there, they may all call back maybe three and the other seven are, are going to still be a possibly out of a job. It just depends, you know, you know, what happens, you know, once they start letting people back and, and, uh, and now they're just allowing the dentist to go back. That's, uh, so dentists are going back, but they had to refit their, their, uh, their uh, uh, place of business uh, and, and get new gear and everything else so they can do dental work. So, so everything's going to be different for any, every, any kind of business that deals with people. Yeah, it's obviously an emotional decision. Uh, having to defer your mortgage is, is in many cases a necessity if, if people aren't at work and earning an income. And even though the federal government has, you know, uh, displayed a number of uh, different options and, and financial, uh, you know, uh, safety nets for individuals, uh, for, for many, it's just not enough. In saying that, you know, I've been reading some of the financial statements from uh, some of Canada's big banks this week, whether it's BMO or, or Scotiabank, and they're still raking in billions of dollars. So, yeah, the, the banks are still smiling. You might think they're doing you a favor, but in the end, they are reaping uh, some financial gains from that. Let, let's switch gears and talk about cottage country, potentially for some, becoming a permanent residence. Uh, what are you guys hearing about this? Yeah, so cottage country, I, I remember uh, maybe might have said in earlier episodes that uh, cottage country, um, they are having, uh, there's not that much inventory for people to buy. So the values are staying strong in cottage country because now, you know, we're being, uh, uh, quarantined. There's, you know, so people are saying, well, let's be, let's get quarantined up at our cottage. We have a lake behind us or, and, uh, so they'll, they're moving, they're going up there. So instead of that person might've possibly thought of maybe selling their cottage this year, but now they're, they're not, they're going to hold on to it and, and enjoy that, uh, you know, this summer with the, with the cottage, but also, um, we're, we were saying now this article that came out in the paper, and I think it was on, uh, Thursdays, Wednesday or Thursdays this week, um, uh, about, um, uh, a lot of people are starting to move, use the cottage country as their permanent residence. Which is interesting because, and, and this is a, you know, one of the dynamics that society is kind of looking at is whether or not the urban centers are going to be, uh, you know, the, the, the future, uh, areas where we live, uh, because you know, with with COVID nineteen, with the pandemic, do we want millions of people in one spot, or are we going to spread out a little bit and going to cottage country? You know, if the Wi Fi works, it's amazing. <laughs> if if it yeah, doesn't, no, if it doesn't, you can't work, right? Right. Well, I, I I have a perfect example. One of my one of my best friends, their you know their principal residence is in Grimsby, and for the last five or six years, they've been toying with you know let's move up to Muskoka and have Muskoka as our, as our principal residence. And then, you know, we'll be, we'll be sun seekers through the winter months. But the thing that they're having a hard time with is that Muskoka and the cottage country during the winter is very remote. It, there's not a lot out there. A lot of the roads go, you know, unplowed. Um, it's, it's, there's, there's not a lot of activity. There's not a lot of people. So it's, it's hard to make that jump in that transition and, and, you know, the summer months are great. No problem. Everything's happy. Everything's good. Everything's beautiful. But it's, it's a, what's going to get you through those winter months. And, and what, what I think and, and what I'm going to predict is there's going to be a lot of people that have a condo back home, right? They'll, they'll move their matrimonial home or their principal residence into a smaller condo and they'll use that for the winter months. But up, up, up north will be their, their, 
their principal residence where they'll stay throughout the uh, throughout the summer. So that's that's just one example of, of a lot of people what, what people are thinking, and it's it's a it's a way to alleviate debt in in selling their you know their their principal residence, paying off debt, and and uh, and then purchasing you know a cheaper cottage and and paying off paying off tons of debt. So it, I think it's something that we're going to be see that's going to be more and more popular. It's certainly a new twist on the term snowbird, uh, you know, from Grimsby to cottage country. <laughs> might be a whole new thing. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get Rob's stats on uh, the average sale price in Hamilton and Burlington. And we'll also talk about realtors not buying CMHC's nightmare scenario. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio. On the line once again, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Visit them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them whether you're buying or selling or just uh, dipping your toe into the real estate market to see what's out there. 905-575-7700. That number again, 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like them on Facebook and download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come is now the time for first-time homebuyers to get into the market. And in a couple of seconds, we'll talk about realtors not completely buying Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation's nightmare scenario of home sales and prices during the COVID-19 pandemic. But before we get to that, um, the average sale price, Rob, you were mentioning in our first segment in Hamilton and Burlington, is not only holding steady, but looking pretty good. What do you see? Yes. Yeah, so in uh, in 2000, okay, so in 2019 in Hamilton, that's including Stony Creek and surrounding areas, uh, there was 8,382 8, homes sold. Now, the average sale price last year, it ended up as, the, it finished up at uh, 536,000 average sale price in Hamilton and surrounding areas. So right now, um, as we're about, a, a, we've, we've sold maybe maybe a third of what we did last year. We're about 2,700 homes sold this year so far in the Hamilton surrounding areas. And we're at 587,000 uh, in uh, average sale price. So we're, we're about 9% up from last year in average sale price. So housing prices, I mean, they haven't come down. Uh, they're still holding strong and they're, and they're moving up now. And I know CMHC, there was a comment. Uh, and let me, oh, first let me finish uh, with the Burlington one. Burlington, same thing. Um, last year in uh, 2019, they finished off at 755000 as the average sale price. Right now we're at 835000 So uh, up 10%. So, so housing prices are holding strong and moving up. And, we'll, and, and now we're two and a half months into this pandemic. 
and they're still holding strong. So uh, in saying that, um, because there's a shortage of homes on the market, we're still going through a spring market, even though there's a pandemic. And, but it's just less homes sold. That's all. So in Hamilton, uh, despite having basically three times less homes sold uh, up until this point of the year, home prices are up about $60,000. And in right. Burlington, home prices are up about $80,000. So if you're a homeowner or if, you're, yeah, if, you're, if you own a home and are, are, are thinking about selling or in the market to sell, those are really encouraging statistics. Oh, Absolutely. And you know what? It, 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 even if the market moves a little bit, uh, you know, down, even if it, like, let's say people predict that the market's going to come down uh, this fall, even if it comes down uh, a little bit, it's not going to be significant, like what uh, CMHC is seeking. Like, CMHC goes by stats. They go, they're not, they're not in the trenches like we are. We're, we're in the trenches. We know. We, we're, we're, we're talking to the, the, the buyers. We're talking to the sellers out there. CMHC just, you know, they get these numbers uh, after, like, after the month's over or whatever. We, we know what's happening currently right now, this moment. And they should be talking to, you know, people like that, not just waiting for uh, stats to come across their table and, and look, oh, look, look, you know, look at this. You know, this is what's going to happen this fall. Like, they're just predicting. Listen, we are, we are the people that are talking to the people out there, the consumers, the, the buyers, the sellers. So... I do not agree with CMHC's uh, prediction of, of housing prices going down. It, it, it may stabilize. I looked at uh, housing prices in the last five, six recessions in, since 19, 1955, 1960, and every recession, housing prices stayed, even at 21%. And, 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 and there's a lot of the population out there can't imagine. Can you imagine having a mortgage it, like, like it was on your credit card? And, and housing prices still stayed strong. So CMHC, I think, is, you know, they, they, they put that prediction. They're going to put a scare into everybody. Uh, maybe they're scared. Uh, who knows? Because they, they've got the insurance on these homes. But I, I don't feel that it, that's going to happen, Rick. What's, what's hard to understand is CMHC comes with a lot of influence. Everything that they release, their press releases, you know, are often widespread across, across Canada, across national newspapers, and, and, and they grab a lot of headlines. It's interesting to see them release an article or release a statement that's going to put so much fear into the market, um, you know, from, from, from a national corporation like that. I, I just, it's hard to understand why they would do that. Um, in terms of looking at the numbers right now, in terms of looking at the stats and, and what we're experiencing in, in, in today's market in Hamilton, there's nothing that indicates that the housing prices are going to go to the floor. Like, like they said, there's nothing that, indicates that that housing for that people are going to are going to lose their shirts on real estate so i mean there might be little pockets out west and 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 in some of the you know the the oil country but but right now and and where we live and where we are right now it's everything is is maintaining strong and like i've said before it continues to appreciate at a moderate at a moderate pace and until we see the listing inventory rise and rise rapidly housing prices will remain strong and and that's something that we, we will continue to say um you know, for here on out. And, and each week we come in and talk to you about it. it. It's week over week over week. The sales numbers are strong. We're still seeing houses go for full asking. if not over asking. We're still seeing multiple offer situations. So the inventory is down, but the buyers are still out there. And, and this is something that, that we're experiencing. So it's, it's a little contradiction from, from what CMHC is predicting into to what we're experiencing now. Who knows in the future, we, we, we might 
see that. We might see the listing inventory rise rapidly and, and, you know, we'll have to deal with it as it comes. But as of right now, there's no signs of that. For uh, fans of the Hamilton Real Estate Show that haven't seen the CMHC report, it released a housing forecast on uh, May the 27th that envisioned a nightmare collapse of the housing market with national sales dropping up to 29%, starts plunging by 50 to 70%, and average house prices dropping as much as 18% with no real recovery until 2022. And that might be even uh, scarier than the, the previous numbers that I just uh, mentioned. The CEO of CMHC, his name is Bob Duggan, he was quick to add a disclaimer to those statistics saying, quote, this housing outlook is subject to unprecedented uncertainty due to the pandemic, obviously. And a lot of it, yes, has to do with the hardships that are happening on the Prairie Provinces with the oil sector in BC's tourism industry and hospitality sector. Obviously, that's huge. But here's where industry experts like the Golfie team and like realtors across this country jump in to say that there are positive signs that the current downturn could be brief if not brutal. One of the uh, people who are uh, quoted in this article is Elton Ash. He's the executive VP for Remax in Western Canada. So he's in the you know the heartland of Canada in terms of you know the the, the oil prices and uh, right. and, and wheat and, and all that kind of stuff. And he says, "quote We're already seeing inquiries from home buyers up five percent from pre-COVID levels." And he's saying that to see the price drop that CMHC is suggesting is unrealistic. Yes, there has been some economic pain, but not to the extent that CMHC is suggesting. So perhaps as a whole, CMHC might be getting close or might be close to what they're predicting, but that's at a national scale. Here locally, uh, from what I'm hearing from, from you guys, we're not going to get anything close to that. It's not, it's not happening here. And they're, they're probably looking at numbers like out in Calgary with the uh, oil industry and everything else like that. They were just coming out of a recession just before the COVID hit. And now this COVID hit. So they, they, Calgary is, 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 is taking a, a, a major beating. But, uh, but, but Rick, you know what? I, I just bought a property, an investment property. Would I buy, would I buy a property uh, knowing uh, that things are going to drop uh, 10, 20, 30%. No way. I, I bought a property. It's an investment property and it, real estate is the best investment that anybody can buy out there. And if, I'm not afraid of buying it. And I don't think anybody else uh, should be afraid of buying any real estate right now. Um, it's moving and it's the best investment that anybody can have. It's, it's, it's a no brainer. And, uh, and I, I don't think there, there's anything to worry about. These guys at CMHC, they're not, they're not in the trenches like uh, like like uh, we are. So they're, they're, they're just making predictions that they don't uh, really know what they're making. Let's not forget that the oil price, and I think it was for the June contract, for the first time in its history was in a negative territory uh, just a couple of weeks ago. And oil prices are still, you know, relatively low in comparison to what they've been historically. And that obviously probably has weighed in on what CMHC is predicting and again, they're they're looking at multiple markets too in in all the provinces. But here in Hamilton, uh, you know, just by the stats that we delivered in in Hamilton, Burlington, uh, in terms of average sale price being up sixty and eighty k respectively between the two communities, that's a, a great sign. Does does a report like this resonate with home buyers or home sellers? Do they you know are they uh, you know zooming you guys and saying, hey, I just saw this report. What do I do? Do they start to panic? Do they do they consume that? Yeah, you know what? To a certain extent, what what I like to do is is when this report, when when reports like these get sent out, 
it's it's always so interesting. I uh, to to you know the Twitterverse is a wonderful universe to follow, as well as the the Facebook post. So I, I often like to follow it on on social media and, and just to see what the reaction is is towards these types of things. And it, it you know there's a lot of people that are predicting that our housing market's going to crash, and there's there's it, it, it's devastating to, to you know if people understood. You know what we're going through as as real estate agents, and and what our team's going through, what other teams are going through. What we're experiencing right now is a is a lack of inventory, and and housing prices continuing to go up at a moderate pace. But when when a when a national housing corporation comes out and says this, it, it kind of deflects everything that we're saying, right? It's kind of like, you know, people people look at us and say, well, are you lying to us, or who's right, or you know, there's there's conflicting views and conflicting statements, and and it's hard to to combat that that we're, we're, we're arguing against that where we're, we're offering some, you know, our expertise and our, our information. And, and then we have this, this article coming out that, that negates everything that we're saying to, to our clients. So on, on, you know, with that, it's, it's, it's hard to, you know, our Canada, uh, Canada housing market, it's, it's hard to put such a blanket statement over top of it. And even, even when, when we talk about a Hamilton market as a whole, we can dissect it right down to the, to the neighborhood where, where some neighborhoods are way stronger than others and, and, and things like that. But to put a blanket statement over across Canada and the housing market as a whole, it's, it's unfair to homeowners, it's unfair to consumers, and it's, a missing, it's, it's misleading and misinformation to, to everyone. And, and that's how I strongly feel. Let's go to our uh, next topic. Is now the time for first-time buyers to get in on the market? We know that not a lot of homes are moving. Prices, as we've seen in Hamilton, Burlington, continuing to go up. So are first-time home buyers kind of knocking at the door? Are they calling the golfy team? Yeah, we're getting we're getting a lot of people uh, online. They're they're filling out a form and uh, and asking to, you know, they're looking for a house in certain areas, certain price points, and everything. Um, I, I think. Under the five hundred thousand dollar mark, uh, Rick is very popular right now. Uh, uh, we're noticing that in Ancaster, there's a lot of homes over a million starting to come up for sale. And we would tell our clients, you know, you know, they should have put their house on the market like you know a month ago. But now all of a sudden, everybody's uh, everybody is is jumping in to put their house on the market in Ancaster. That's over a million. So now it's going to take a little longer to sell those houses. Uh, you know between one and $2 million in Ancaster, which they, they had the opportunity to do that in April, which the market was, uh, was, was good, but they should have done it uh, toward the middle to the end of April to get that, uh, to get that house. Cause the inventory was super low. So it just depends on neighborhoods, uh, you know, communities and, and towns and, and everything else like that um, is, is what's, what's important. So right now, anything under 500,000, it, it's moving like hotcakes. Anything above that, you know, you you, you got to work at it a little bit. You need the exposure. You need you need you need a lot of things, and you got to find that buyer for that that property. I guess obviously every buyer is different, and during the pandemic, you know, if they have a stable uh, work environment, i.e., they still have a job, they're still making a hundred percent of their income, they haven't been furloughed or taken any kind of pay cut. Uh, they're they're still out there looking for that that dream home or that, or that first entry into the market? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know what, Rick, what's, what's going on right now is financial institutions are getting so strict in changing policy on a daily basis. Um, and I'll give you a per- perfect example. I'll bring it back home, home to me in, in my experience. Um, I was, I was going through a mortgage process with, the, with, with a, a lender, a financial institution, and 
um, we, we were, we were, you know, we got to the final, the final steps and, and they asked me where the proceeds, uh, are coming from, are coming from for the down payment. Okay. My down payment was coming from a refinance from another property. He, the, the mortgage institution declined me for this specific mortgage because they recently changed the policy that you cannot use a down payment with proceeds from a refinance. Okay. Hmm. So that's one example in, in my case. Well, now I'm going to have to get creative, go to a different lending institution, find somebody who does not have this policy um, and, and, and try and get a mortgage because policies change, uh, policies are changing. That's just one example of, of, of policies changing on a daily basis, how it has affected me. Now, there's many, many, many examples. And I know people listening are, are nodding their heads and, and everyone has their own story. You know, at the last minute, they changed their policy. These financial institutions are, are changing their policies to protect themselves because there's so many cases of, of bad mortgage debt that these institutions are holding and they want to make sure that the, that the people that they're lending to are qualified enough to carry and handle the mortgage. And, and, um, let me, let me jump in there, Phil. Uh, I do want to continue this conversation because, yeah, there's a lot of people who are in this boat. We're also going to get to um, GTA buyers. Uh, prices actually going up in the GTA. Are they now going to be looking at Hamilton, Burlington? And we'll also talk about home staging, even virtually. Does it mean that your home is going to sell faster? That's coming up next year on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Homeward bound, I wish I was homeward bound. Home, where my thoughts escaping, home, where my music's playing, home, where my love lies waiting silently for Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Head online to robgolfie.com. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700 and check them out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the handle at Rob Golfie. Download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you have a question or topic idea for the Golfie, time, uh, Golfie team for a future episode, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll talk about GTA real estate prices rising slightly. And uh, do staged homes, even virtual ones, sell faster? We'll dig into that in a matter of minutes. Uh, but Philip, you were talking about using some refinancing dollars from one property to buy another one and one financial institution saying, yeah, no, we've just changed our rules. Yeah, and, and that, that was my personal experience in, in, in working with purchasers and working with different lenders. And, and that's something that we have to do is, is identify which lenders are, are best suited for our, our purchasers. And everyone's coming from a different path of life. Everybody's coming from a different situation, whether you know, they're getting a, a gift from a parent or whether it's coming from, you know what I mean? There's, there's so many different scenarios that, that come into play when organizing your, your finances to purchase a home that you need to find the best lender that's suited for you. And that's why we, you know, we, we work with a, with a number of different mortgage agents, mortgage brokers to ensure that if, if somebody's not able to do it, then we can pass them off to another person or, or, but it's, in the end, it's making sure that they're put in the best position to, to purchase a property without, you know, sabotaging their own finances and, 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 and putting themselves in a poor position. But it, it, that's just one example of the things that, that we're experiencing through this pandemic and the mortgage rule is getting tighter and tighter. And 
at the beginning, you know, when, when we first came on here, I think it was one of our first shows. Um, they didn't really know how to react the mortgage and the, the financing institutions. And at the beginning it was kind of business as usual. They didn't, they didn't overreact. They didn't underreact. They, they just kind of stayed the same, but about a week or two into the pandemic, that's when the restrictions came and that's when people started, started to struggle. Um, and, and the people that got, you know, the people that, that were in those positions were the people that had already purchased. For example, if you had already purchased and, and, and then all of a sudden you got laid off, well, those financial institutions were coming back to you, back to you and saying, well, are you still working? Because if you're not working, we're not giving you a mortgage anymore. So there were some of those cases that, that were happening and people were having to scramble. And now, you know, the policies are getting more and more strict and it's, it's, it's important to make sure. And, and we always say this to do your due diligence. And, and even if, even if the, uh, the purchaser says, Hey, I'm pre-approved. I'm pre-approved for this amount. This is how much I can afford. We always recommend to put in a condition of finance because there's nothing worse than going in firm on a property and then finding out that you're not suitable for, for a certain amount of mortgage or you're not, or, or you need to put more money down or the house doesn't get appraised or there's so many different instances. And, and I don't, I'm not trying to scare anyone or, or put fear in, in people's, in people's minds, but there's been so many scenarios and so many cases where people have gone firm on a property and, and either they haven't sold their house or they, they, you know, they didn't get the mortgage that they thought they were going to get. And, and now they're paying a higher interest rate or they have to put more money down. And this is, you know, this is why, you know, this is why you work with a realtor to be able to walk you through these things to help you, to help you navigate through this process. That's something that we're able to help. We, we often, you know, like to put somebody with, with the mortgage brokers that we work with, they're reputable, um, they're, they're experienced yeah. and, uh, they have, they have a wealth of knowledge in the industry. Um, and, and it, it makes a very, very good quality overall home buying experience. And that's, that's what we want. That's what we want to offer. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, you know, there's, there's, there's horror stories and, and terrible stories out there of people that, you know, have put themselves in terrible situations. Um, and it, sometimes at no fault of their own, Rick, and that's the worst part about it. We talked earlier on the program about uh, the average sale price in Hamilton, Burlington going up uh, 60000 in Hamilton, 80000 in Burlington uh, year over year. In the GTA, same kind of story. Despite uh, all this economic chaos caused by COVID-19, home prices in the greater Toronto area are up slightly from this time last year. And this is data obtained by uh, Global News. In the 416, condo prices up 1.8% in the first two weeks of May. That's year over year. Uh, detached houses, prices up 2.6%. And in the 905, in places like Peel Region, condo prices up 3.4%. Detached houses, prices up 0.9%. So does that mean, and we'll tackle this after the break, does that mean that GTA buyers are thinking, hey, I'll cash out, look towards Hamilton, Burlington, and uh, have a little money left over for some uh, you know, recreational activities or just uh, tuck it away for a, uh, a rainy day. We'll tackle that when we come back here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Home. 
One more go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, Sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. Head online to robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. Like them on Facebook and check them out on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Rob Golfi. Uh, just before the break, I talked about rising uh, home prices in the GTA, whether it's the 416 or the 905, whether it's a condo or a detached house, uh, house prices are going up. So the question is, are we going to see more GTA buyers drive down the QEW in a Hamilton to say, wow, I can get this kind of house with this kind of yard for this kind of price? Definitely. Um, with the growing housing prices and the increasing housing prices, Hamilton's demand continues to increase at a rapid pace. Um, we're seeing more and more GTA buyers coming into our market and, and, and buying real estate, whether that's the investor, whether that's the first time buyer, or whether that's the, 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 uh, the empty nester or the downsizer, so many different, different people or so many different purchasers are coming into Hamilton to buy real estate. We, we are still considered as a market that's undervalued. And, and there's a lot of people that, str- and, and that's hard to, to comprehend and hard to think when, when, you know, some of our, you know, in looking at our real estate prices over the past five to 10 years, but people look at our market as, as a great spot to buy real estate on a national level, on a national level, there's investors out there that, that pick Hamilton as, as one of the best spots to buy real estate in Canada. So we're, we're, you know, with the, with the go, tra- uh, go station development and, 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 and expansion and, you know, the, the industries that are coming here and pushing Hamilton, this continues to be a market that people want to live and people want to, want to, want to call home. Um, so we're, our, our demand is going to continue to, to go up and up and up. And, and we strongly believe that. It, and like you said, that's, that's due to the GTA buyer. That's due to the GTA buyer coming into Hamilton and, and buying real estate. So if you're a first-time home buyer, you better get in on the market because those GTA buyers are coming down the highway pretty quick. Yeah, well, like, Rick, here's the thing. If somebody was, you know, we, we have perfect examples of somebody who was looking for a house in Hamilton maybe a year and a half ago and didn't pull the trigger or somebody who was, who was considering buying a property two years ago. Well, that same property that they were going to buy two years ago has now appreciated 20% mm-hmm. in two years, right? There's no way that somebody can save at that pace to purchase that home. So, so, you know, soon people in Hamilton are, are going to be priced out of the market and the best way to get in, you know, get to your dream home or, or get to that next home that you want to live isn't, isn't waiting and saving to buy that home. It's buying something that, that, you know, is in a suburban area or, or might just be outside of that area that you want to live. That's the fastest way you can get in because it, it's so hard to save as much as real estate is appreciating. And that's what we always say. That's, if, you know, when you want to get into the market, the sooner you can get into the market is the better you prepare yourself to make your next move. And that's, that's something that, you know, that's some of the advice that I, I can give, give to people. And I'll give you a perfect example. There's some, there's been some people who, 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 you know, are like, Oh, I'm going to sell my house and I'm going to, I'm going to rent for a bit, you know, rent for three or four years and then I'll, I'll get back into the market. Well, you know, those people to, to rebuy the exact same house that they sold, they can't. It, it, they've been completely priced out of the market. And, and that's when, you know, it brings us back to the drive until you can afford, right? Hamilton, people are driving from the GTA to Hamilton because that's all they can afford. And that's, that's what's inflating our prices. But, but with that being said, people are driving from Hamilton to Niagara because that's all they can afford. So it's, it's, it's a drive till you can afford all the way around the, the, the golden horseshoe, all the way around Lake Ontario and, and GTA buyers are coming here and, and listen, Hamilton buyers, those Niagara properties want Hamilton buyers. So it's almost like a ripple effect. 
that goes all the way around the QEW. And I always find it fascinating that that ripple effect doesn't really go the other way. It doesn't go to Oshawa and Pickering and the like. No. I I always found that interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to be. Um, no, you can bash them. That's okay. Those markets, <laughs> <laughs> but they like they like to they like going this way. They like going this yeah. way around around the, and, uh, the 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 lake. And, and and but if you look at the economics of it, it's it's what we've done to make Hamilton an attractive city. And, and hats off to to everybody that that continues to work and to, to continues to develop the downtown core, whether it's you know condos or, or transportation or things of that nature but we continue to make hamilton an attractive city to live which makes us you know a higher demand without a doubt uh we're gonna uh, have to pause our discussion on stage homes and whether they sell faster so we'll wait another week and get that on next week's program rob golfie philip golfie thanks once again fantastic job keep up the great work in our community as well remember the golfie team is conducting safe business so whether you're buying or selling you know that they are going to take care of you rob is the website call them anytime at 905-575-7700 thanks for listening to the hamilton real estate show we are back next next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.